Hello and welcome back to the Steph Sanzaro podcast. My name is Steph and I am so glad to be here with you guys again for another episode. And this week I really want to talk to you about the topic of manifestation. And this is something that can come across as very spiritual and a bit woo-woo and a concept that a lot of people just kind of dismiss or throw under the rug. And, you know, maybe up until recently, I might have thought the same. I've always believed that if you believe in something enough, that it will happen or it will come to fruition. But to actually think of something or to visualize a future or a way of being and to actually have it come to you and be your new reality, well, that's like a level up. And it is something that I've experienced this year in the last six months. And I would really love to take you through how it really came to be. And I guess it takes me back to this month and last month living here in the Anglesey house that I've been in. And I guess I have to start from the beginning because at the start of the year, I refreshed in your memories that I had been really sick and I came home and I was blessed to have the opportunity to care for my nan with her partner, John. And living there was extremely, extremely beautiful and also extremely tough. And it's okay to say that because when things touch the heart the way that this experience had, it's okay to acknowledge that it was a really, really hard experience and something that has really shaped me into the person who sits here today and who is speaking to you. And I guess through, I guess the six months that it's now been wow I had to really realize that it's been six months since I've been home that wow I've been really unwell extreme chronic fatigue and then I had to go through the whole hair falling out situation where in February because of the illnesses to my body my hair started falling out in clumps in the shower handful after handful and I guess for anyone's self-esteem, that is just so scary to see, to understand that the severe impact that the stress has had on my body to have so much hair fall out and to be standing there in the shower and to just start crying because I'm so unsure whether or not all my hair is falling out and that if I'm going bald, that was the reality. I was terrified (laughs) that I was going to lose all of my hair. And I guess waking up each day and having all of these new symptoms come into play because of my illness that I never really thought that I would have. You know, I thought that once I'd had typhoid and dengue, I would, you know, come home to Australia and I would get better. I would heal. You know, it's just a sickness. It's like the flu. But unfortunately, it had riddled my body to the point where Like I was explaining in my last episode, I could not drive to the supermarket by myself. I had to sleep during the day. I had to nap all the time. I could only walk down the end of my street before I needed to have another sleep. And yeah, I guess it's been a huge, huge year. But to be living with my amazing and wonderful nan at the same time, I think it really became a lot. You know, four months in, it was April and I realized that the severity of her condition was 
really awful and that we probably needed a bit more help. And I realized that the, that the care that I had been giving and assisting John with was really starting to impact my own mental health. And I am so glad that I did what I did and that I was able to be there in the way that I was. And I'm so proud of the work that I did and the help that I was able to give. But it did get to the point where I had to remember that old saying that I love and keep really close to me. And it's that you cannot help others if you are not helping yourself. And when I truly understood that, it was that I wasn't showing up day to day for Nan and John the best way that I possibly could because I wasn't taking care of myself in the best way that I could. My self-care was down the shitter, (laughs) for lack of a better term. I was being really, really careless because I wasn't able to exercise as much as I wanted to, which is just so amazing for your mental health. And a little side note here, but 45 minutes of exercise three times a week is the same as taking a low-grade antidepressant. And that is straight from the mouth of my psychologist. And without exercise, I really started to battle without those endorphins running around my body and the positive, you know, after effects that it gives you, it does start to impact. And I guess I started to think to myself, well, you know what, I might need to get out of this environment. I think I really need to be in my own space where I can recharge and rejuvenate. And that way, when I come and be and to care for Nan, then I'm going to be in a really beautiful headspace and I'm going to have so much more to give And I really thought about it and I really started to visualize what would happen if I had my own space where I'd be able to practice yoga, where I'd be able to do more podcasts and to be able to cook without having to worry about making too much noise and, you know, upsetting or angering anybody. And I thought, wow, this would be good. I want this to happen. I really, really see myself being a better carer and server for another person if I'm going to be taking care of myself better. And it just so happens that I put that out there into the universe and manifested it, if you will. About a week later, I got a call from my psychologist and she knew someone who had offered to basically offer up their home in a small coastal town for a very, very, very discounted price to simply cover the utilities. And she said that they wanted to help someone who had been basically really affected by what's been happening in the last couple of months with the coronavirus and who was in a really tough situation. And at the time, I had actually lost my job with coronavirus and my psychologist was able to pass on the message of, losing my job and also the position that I had in helping to care for my nan and living with her at the time. And they really wanted to help. They offered to come down, meet me. They showed me around the house and I thought that it was just going to be a little interview. I couldn't really believe how fast it was all happening and that they were really happy to meet me. And then I basically came down, I looked around the house and I thought, okay, like they're probably going to ask me a few more questions, but nope, they had written out a lease agreement for me and they handed me a key and they said, 
We really hope that this space is going to be able to nourish you and to help rebuild you after everything that you've been going through this year and for how hard it's really been for you. And I, uh, I'm actually getting a little bit teary now because at the time I felt like I was going through so much, you know, <laughs> everything that had happened with being sick and my hair falling out and with Nan being really unwell and obviously clearly being heartbroken that I knew that I was losing her and to be in that bad place mentally, but that, <laughs> but to then have somebody reach out and assist and offer help and a place for me to be in a safety of my own little haven. It was like the biggest light had just shone into my life where there was so much darkness. And I just, to this day, like I wake up in the house and I'm so grateful, so grateful because with losing my job and only being able to work two days a week and for still being at a really low level of health where I could not work consistent days in a row and earn that money, I was so, so grateful to be offered a place to live for a really subsidized price, somewhere that I could never have lived beforehand if it wasn't for the kindness of these two beautiful people who wanted to offer up their holiday house to someone struggling. There are so many beautiful people in this world and it's really, really easy to forget that when there are so many awful things happening in the media and all the nasty things that we're hearing all the time. But when you connect back down to a local and community level and you look around you and listen to the beautiful stories that are happening in the people that you know's lives, my God, people at their core are so good. They did not have to offer up this house to someone struggling, but they did. And it was me. And I believe that I manifested that, that opportunity, the fact that I didn't have the money to really be seeking another place to live. I came home broke from India in debt from hospital bills and other travel bills where I had to borrow money to come home and all this other stuff. And I couldn't work to build up that income again. I couldn't really afford to live out of home again. Yet this opportunity was called in and it came to me. And I just literally thank my lucky stars every single day. I wake up every single day and I say, my gosh, I'm so grateful to those beautiful people and to be given the opportunity to be in this house. And I'm so sad because I'm coming to the end of my lease here. And at the same time, as much as I'm sad, I'm also really excited for what's to come. I'm so excited. And I guess that's what's gonna happen now is that you and I have to start manifesting what is going to come next. What is it that you truly want? Get that idea so clear in your head. Start to visualize it. Start to understand what feelings you would feel if you were doing what is in your mind. Is it an action? Is it a job? Is it a date? Is it anything? Is it a house that you're living in? Like, what is it that you envision for your future? Can you feel how happy that would make you? Does it bring you joy? Does it bring you a smile to your face? Connect to that feeling because that is what I truly believe helps us bring our ideal future to us. And right now, I have 
little bits of anxiety that really want to creep in you know that old habitual anxiety uh, the unknown of the future oh my gosh what's going to happen when this lease ends and I keep coming back to the same point is that no matter what anxiety I've always had it's that everything always works itself out I never ever had to worry because everything always works itself out and whatever I dream of whatever I manifest it will come if I focus on it and I draw it in and I believe that you can do the same so I want you guys to grab your diary out your journal wherever you write your thoughts and I want you to write down what you want from the future if it's the next month if it's the next year just really think about it hone in on it I'm going to do it today too. Let's do it together. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm so, so, so excited to be here and still producing these podcasts after what has been such a massive year. And the last note that I really want to give you guys today is that everything is mindset. If you can think about changing a little tiny negative into a positive in some sneaky way, then I really trust that everything will get better. You really just have to believe that there are positives even in the dark times. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening in on this conversation. And I am really, really, really blessed. And I hope to see you guys in my next episode.